Chips of Mercy. Yesterday, I walked into an unfamiliar store looking for something very common to me. Taco-flavored Doritos. After walking up and down the aisles for a total of probably 20 minutes, I realized I would not get my taco Doritos. This was pretty serious. I've had a craving for these chips for quite a few days. Why couldn't I find my chips? What's up, Doritos? And this is not an advertisement for Doritos, by the way. I'm not endorsing them, but I'm just saying, I need to know that I had, or I need them to know that I had already gone to two other stores looking for these chips and looked on the internet to see if they had been discontinued. Come on, Dorito. Are you telling the truth? Are there still? Or See, I'm getting all messed up right now thinking about my taco-flavored Doritos. Are they still available like the web says? Or did you discontinue them without getting our approval? Because I'm feeling some kind of way. Because if so, I find that to be utterly ridiculous. Don't judge me. I'm sure there's something in your life that you are addicted to or have a craving for at times. And it doesn't always have to be healthy. Please refrain from lying and saying that you only crave those things that are good for you. Anyway, after realizing I wouldn't get my chips, I went looking for a replacement. And that included not only chips, but two other unhealthy items. As I walked with my chocolate chip cookies, fruit snacks, and cheddar and sour cream chips in tow, I could could not seem to locate the registers and did not feel like asking for anyone's help for one COVID is not friendly and some people don't comprehend the meaning of personal space when having a conversation and secondly I was irritable that I could not find the taco flavored Doritos and just wanted to get my stuff to head back home it was just when I felt frustration kicking in that it became apparent the registers were right in front of me. I don't like feeling lost or being lost. The truth is no one appreciates being lost. We all want to know exactly where we are, even when we are struggling with cravings for things that are not necessarily healthy for us. Yes, I still wanted my chips and yes, I still have the substitutes. I did not have a coming to Jesus moment. The cookies are in my refrigerator as we speak and the cheddar and sour cream chips are sitting beside my bed as as I type this. Oh, and I just finished eating two small packs of fruit snacks. However, just because I enjoy these guilty pleasures does not mean I like the fact that I wasted time looking for something that was of no benefit to me. That I spent time chasing them to the point where I was lost in unfamiliar territory trying to find them. There is instant gratification, but it wears off when I see that I need to hit the gym or, matter of fact, my pants kind of feel a little tight or when I really 
need to deal with the emotions that have me eating junk food in the first place. We all find ourselves chasing things to satisfy some void within our souls, venturing off into unknown territories for things familiar to us. But what if what is familiar is unhealthy? What if we need to try something new? What would happen if we relinquish the need for comfort and embrace the temporary discomfort of change? What if we actually stopped and asked for some help to get to the checkout on our way to indulging in that unhealthy relationship or addiction? Perhaps if we did stop and pause, we would actually process the need for positive replacements. I probably would have carrots, bell peppers, and hummus if I had paused to process my dysfunction. The thing about pausing though is, the people we encounter have to recognize our need to process and desire for space while ironing out our addictions. Not only that, but they must understand that we don't like the state that we're in. It is just an autopilot version of ourselves. No one likes being lost, which is precisely why we're looking for the chips in the first place. We want to fill that void, and albeit unhealthy, are filling it the best way we know how. Grant us mercy, but not just mercy, grace. We will gain weight. We will binge watch television when we need to be in therapy. We will preach sermons when we need to minister to ourselves. We will fight for attention while shrinking back from the spotlight. We will vent for hours about the same thing. We will be night and day until we accept that the only way to deal with the void is to ask for help and face it. But we don't want constant reminders from those we love saying, you're lost. You need to get it together. You're not on the right path. You're a mess. Do you know how much you've done to me or this family? Most of us know what we've done and what we're doing. We just don't know why, because pain is hard to confront. We need chips of mercy to replace the ache caused by the chip on our shoulders. Break us off a piece. We just need the crumbs. A little mercy here, a little mercy there, because we do want to be held accountable. You can call us out, but we need mercy with it. And we desire a full plate of grace. So we need mercy for when we mess up and grace to help us get up. I'll say that again. We need mercy for when we mess up and grace to help us get up. Be a beacon, not a light switch. Don't turn on and off. If you keep shining, it's easier to see the why to our dysfunction because your healthy mirror image will be the answer. All right, guys. Remember to see yourselves even if the world is blind. Reflect, connect, and transcend every internal and external barrier that will try to cage your voice. Remember, be cage-free.